0: welcome back to the three and out podcast episode four i want to say uh it's been a long time coming you know it feels damn good to be back i say that every single time but it's just the truth this has made college football more fun and i think both of you gentlemen can agree uh we're back and we have quite a lot to talk about but before we get into all that brandon i want to ask you something
1: what's up
0: so the georgia (laughs) bulldogs played the florida gators Hmm. this past weekend they and you, you were the only one of the three of us who was in attendance. So how was the game? How was
2: the environment? How was Jacksonville? Jacksonville is a city that is, <laughs> exists. Um, you know, it's, it's definitely interesting to be there during um, Georgia, Florida. I don't think I've ever been to that city outside of the game. I don't know if I'll ever be to that city outside of the game. But it's a good time. It's, it's just quite a collection of people in the same spot. <laughs> I will say it's just it's fun walking around, um, seeing everybody stumbling around. I don't know. It's, it's a cool environment. The tailgating is fun. Um, sobriety was hard to come by that day. I will say. <laughs> Fair enough, by, my friend. Feeling good by the beginning of the game. Um, and, you know, just enjoy watching the dogs for three quarters. There was yeah. one quarter I didn't enjoy it as much. Um, you know, I think we're doing dog talk. So we'll, we'll get into that more later. Yeah. Um, but it's always fun in Jacksonville. Um,
1: so it was a good time. You seen facts? What's up? Any fights? I feel like Not there's always I... <laughs> rumors of like a fight going on in a parking lot.
2: Not that I saw, but I'm sure there was there was shit going down somewhere. You yeah. know, it when, when Georgia and Florida fans get together, it's bound to happen. There's just so much going on.
1: Two delusional fan bases on both <laughs> sides of the spectrum meet in oh, one man. place. There's down. There's bound to be some conflict. Uh, Everyone
0: filled with some liquid courage. One of the greatest stories I've ever heard. This is from a friend uh, who's no longer with us, rest in peace. But he told me a great story back in high school. And he said uh, he went to Jacksonville once. And I think this was like the era where Georgia won in like 2011, 2012. And he was in the bathroom. And like he walks in and he just sees this Florida fan like defeated, like they just got their ass beat And this big ass Georgia fan walks out and he's going, it's great to be a Georgia Bulldog. That's just classic. I think of that story almost every time when I think of this game. But um, yeah, the thing I remember about Jacksonville for my three trips distinctly is, I don't know if it's just me. I know it's not. Everyone has to think this. It reeks, like it smells like, uh, I don't know, like a factory or like someone's vape exploded. Like it's just, it's an awful like burnt smell in the sky. And it's just very unpleasant. I will probably never go back unless I'm attending that game. Um, but, yeah, it sounds like you had fun, so I'm glad.
2: Yeah, it was it was quite, quite the time. And, you know, I mean, you get all those people there. There's porta-potties on it almost every block, so that's yeah. probably part of the reason why that stench is just um, seeping up from that city. But, you know, like, like I said, great time. Don't know if I'll be back um, no, yeah, outside sure. of the game. I think I'd like to go back to the game um, sometime. You know, this is my last year in college, so mm-hmm. we'll see um what happens but Jacksonville is always quite an interesting experience no matter what happens
0: no doubt about that and there were some interesting experiences for some teams across the country today as we had ourselves a very interesting weekend of college football we can just dive into the picks right now if one of you guys wants to throw up the graphic go for it but there were some blowouts there was some some spreads that were covered and weren't covered and it just it made for for an interesting week I mean we as you can see if you guys are watching the video version here we got the graphic pulled up and um we'll, we'll go over like our overall records afterwards. We can just start at the top with Ohio state at Penn state, a game that I talked a lot. I talked this game up before on the last episode, I said, bloodbath. I said, Ohio state by four touchdowns. That wasn't the case, but Ohio state still won by double digits. And it's annoying because I had money again on 15 and a half for Ohio state. And they won by like 13. So a 12 to 13 points. And it's just like, they were that close. They, they had it close. there at the end. They, they did. I thought they were going to score again. <laughs> yeah, me too. That oh man. Bad beat for sure. Yeah. But it's like uh, Georgia.
1: I had Georgia to cover 22 and a half. They win by 22. Gosh. That's brutal. That half a point will always yeah. kill you.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, you, did you live bet this game? No, I think you did. Oh, uh, I don't want to talk about it.
1: <laughs> I, I, I texted the two of you. I not going to lie. Uh, alcohol was involved. <laughs> I was sitting up, I was watching the game and Penn State had just taken the lead or sorry no. They had the lead but Ohio State had just scored and they were down 2 points and there were about 8 to 10 minutes left in the game. And I said, "You know what? Happy Valley full of magic. Mm-hmm. We're taking we're taking the Nittany Lions. I took a money line at like plus 400, I want to say. And like 10 seconds later, the very next play was that fumble that turned the tide of the game, and then Ohio State scored again, went up nine, and, you know, that was all she wrote pretty much. And it it couldn't have been worse timing for me. I placed that bet, and then immediately that happens, and my day is ruined. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. not feeling very confident in myself gambling, <laughs> but, hey, you're always one bet away from an either. I- you're yes
0: <laughs> that's what they say never give up never surrender yeah. because uh i lost yeah. some money as well this weekend but we got to persevere we got to Absolutely. <laughs> uh i will say i caught the first quarter of this game that was when i was watching the most first half uh the 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 oh not ohio state penn state quarterback i think it's sean clifford is his name uh i think he turned the ball over three times in the first half i want to say he threw like <sighs> picks on consecutive drives and i there were moments too ohio state could have blown this team out they, they missed a field goal and they had to keep settling for field goals if ohio state's offense was fully clicking they would have won by the 28, 28 points that i was tossing around like six days ago i said but yeah uh penn state season is over i think they could still make like the rose bowl maybe but uh who knows brandon did you get to catch any of this one or were you tailgating it up
2: yeah, unfortunately there was a lot of college football. I, I didn't watch this weekend. You know, I, I've done my best to catch up and and some of the big games didn't see much of this one. Um, obviously, you know, a good win for Ohio State. Maybe not as convincing as they could have been. It sounds like they, you know, maybe they shot themselves on the foot so, feet a couple of times, yeah. but you know, um, kind of got uh better went on the resume for those uh for that uh college football playoff ranking coming up. I, I think this is the only one they have against a team that's currently ranked in the AP top twenty-five. So they got that under their belt. Um, not much else to add there.
0: No, yeah, fair. And sidebar real quick, forgot to mention this up front. We are going to be giving later in the in the episode, we're each going to give our predictions for what the top six of the college football playoff rankings are going to be, because those come out today, the day you guys are listening to this. So we'll get into that in a second. But yeah, but you're right. Ohio State, one current ranked win and uh, a top three team, the best team in the country. Who knows? Who's to say? Talk Who's about that. Say? Talk about that later, but
3: Who knows? I think
0: that that's pretty much all she wrote for Happy Valley. Their season's done. I mean, it'll, they could go 10-2 and two and probably will, but not what they want in Penn State. Um, what
1: do you think happens with James Franklin? You think he's on the hot seat after this? Because this is another year of not performing to expectations. I feel like they're always right there. I don't think Absolutely. Penn State, I don't
2: think they, they don't usually have a letdown season. I mean, it may be here and there but mm-hmm. I just feel like they're always just right there knocking on the door and they can't take that next step. So I think James Franklin, I don't know if you, I could call it the hot seat, but maybe they start get the gears turning on, you know, what needs to change to get, get to that next level.
0: A hundred percent. And I was going to say James Franklin at Penn state is eerily reminiscent of Mark Richt at the university of mm-hmm. Georgia, like 10 and two, pretty much every, nine and three every year. And they're just mm-hmm. not doing enough. So if they want to be, elite and beat the ohio states and michigan's annually <clears throat> they might need to make a big change and honestly i, I think matt Rule would be a good fit for penn state now that's probably not going to happen but i don't hear i've not heard anyone say that i like that a lot he could do some damage up there that would probably not be until the 2024 season though because i think franklin's got one more year and if he can't beat michigan or ohio state thought, next year
1: i thought they had just given him a big extension th- ah
0: money they could always
1: buy him out you know i mean fair <laughs> The but yeah buyouts this year I, I saw a tweet this morning that said buyouts this season are already up to seventy one million oh and my it gosh it ended up at ninety eight million last year. Uh, I, I mean absolutely ridiculous. I,
0: I feel like we have to talk about this real quick and then we will move on to the next matchup. Yeah. Is Jimbo Fisher getting bought out at the end of the season, or is he going to be the head coach <laughs> next season? They lost again. They're they're they they're three and five. They might they probably oh. won't make a bowl. They're probably going to go five
2: and seven. <laughs> Yeah, I mean I think
3: I, go
0: ahead. I
2: think it could happen I don't know if it will but those those A&M boosters with with the money they've been spending on those those recruiting classes if they get tired enough of them I'm sure they can put their checkbooks together and do whatever they want so we'll see but talk about a letdown season I mean it's insane the nosedive that they've taken over the course of the season so far
1: Just because of that recruiting class they just brought in, I think they give him one or two more seasons just because like, okay, these guys are young. They're great, but they're young. Need to learn, need to have time to gel, whatever. They're, I I don't think they fire him, but I think definitely the seat's kind of heating up, but it'll be interesting to see how that talent is developed if at all by Jimbo. So we'll, we'll
0: see. Yeah, he's going to be on a steaming hot seat coming in next season, because without question, he's had the most disappointing season event. They've had the most disappointing team of any season of any team in the country, in my opinion. But yeah. talk about a disappointment. Uh, the Oklahoma State Cowboys.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's it. No, they went to they went to Kansas State and uh, they didn't just lose. They got dehumanized. And um it was ugly. It was ugly from the start. Deuce Vaughn was going off. Adrian Martinez didn't even play football. Mm-mm. This no, was a backup didn't. quarterback.
3: That's <laughs> this
0: is disgraceful.
2: Yeah, you, you go ahead. How do you feel right now? <laughs> Disgusted. Um, I didn't catch this on live. and Like I said, didn't catch much live. Scrolling through the scores after the after the um, Georgia-Florida game, and, and that pops up. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, just – you know, not doing sure too hot money. in the locks of the week, so please don't take any <laughs> betting advice. Hey, from at me, least you didn't take like Oklahoma. You
1: says. didn't take Oklahoma State money line. That's a win. This is this, very true. That would be even yeah. worse. Mm. Yeah, but I don't know that. I mean, Oklahoma State just, does anything on offense you, that overhits. They have percent anything. I,
2: mm-hmm, yeah. yeah, no, I agree. It's just there's no way of telling that Oklahoma State hasn't been shut out since I think 2009. Yeah. I mean, that's just I they. They traveled uh, to Kansas State uh, mentally, not physically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, like you said, Adrian Martinez didn't even play. I mean, the backup quarterback, uh, I think his name's Will Howard, had, a, had himself a game.
0: He had himself a game. He really you know, Almost
2: 300, 300 um, yards, four touchdowns. I mean, that was just one of the more surprising games I've seen the entire season. I mean, mm. just, just for that Oklahoma State team to get shut out like that,
0: it's honestly, it's astounding to me because I also had money on the over, I think it was 56 and a half in this game and, and points I mean, total.
2: His state almost covered by themselves. They were about yeah. two points when, from covering when, on their own. So if Oklahoma State does anything resembling a competent offense, that overheads. <laughs> it's but, insane you know, to me that they there was, yeah, that
0: that. that's the second like huge shutout in a big 12 game recently because texas beat oklahoma by almost the same score i want to say it was like 49 zero or something mm-hmm. and that's just unheard of i don't know what's going on but i will say i was the only one that saw this one coming i have to i have to toot my own horn here i pick kansas Good state guy. reason being oklahoma state due for a letdown after the comeback win versus texas i said i think i think kansas state's pretty special and honestly kansas state i th- i right now i think they're gonna win the big 12. they can just do. keep winning games yeah. I, I will, we'll talk TCU later for sure. Um, TCU's do is what I'll say. That's a little teaser, but uh, Noah, do you feel down on the dumps after
1: this game? Uh <laughs> I definitely had more, a lot more faith in um, Mike Gundy and Spencer Sanders, yeah. than you know, putting up a goose egg granted it was on the road, but that's no excuse to get shut out. You know, you're, you're a top 10 team in the country. Like I'm going to, I'm going to be honest. I saw the score. I didn't even attempt to watch any highlights of it. Yeah. I, I just said, Nope, not for me. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure this is going to be a bury the tape type of game. They're going to take one of the game balls and bury it in like outside the practice facility. I, I know of teams who've done that after a bad loss, but they're going to, I guess the only thing the Cowboys can really do now is try to pick up the pieces and, you know, salvage a pretty good bowl berth out of this season. I mean, to me, I think that's,
0: that would be generous of them if they, if they just bury the game ball. It sounds like they need to tear down the athletic facility yeah. and re, re, rebuild it from scratch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised Mike Gundy's been coaching football like, since as long as I can remember. Oh, like, man. 07. Yeah. I'm <laughs> 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 A legend. An absolute legend. Uh, not a legendary performance, but I think mm-hmm. they call themselves the Pokes. Not good. Yeah. But uh, two, a blue-blood Notre Dame at Syracuse, a game that all of us got wrong. Uh, I am this, this, to <laughs> we lost Noah, we lost Noah lock of the week down the drain. Um, yeah, I will say I didn't, I, I, when we were talking about this game, I saw a scenario where Notre Dame won by like a touchdown, but I didn't expect Notre Dame to win, uh, 41 to 24. That was the final of this one. Uh, it's really inexcusable in my opinion at home for Syracuse. You got to do better. You got to do better. And I I'm disgusted. That's what I am. I'm disgusted. I, I, need, I need to try
1: to defend myself here. Yeah, you. <laughs> Let's hear people, it. people watching on YouTube, uh, yeah, you you see that. What a disgrace! I, I have some notes. Hold on, do I? Yeah. I mean, going in, going um, into
2: this week, I mean, from my viewpoint at least, I, I might have even been taking that as a lock if if I didn't chose what I, or I didn't uh, pick what I picked. You know, yeah. I mean, two and a half there, but your case, Mister White.
1: Yeah, uh, all I have written down for this one is Syracuse is a sorry excuse for a football team. <laughs> um, yeah, they outclassed outclassed at home, embarrassing loss. Stick the basketball, Jim Beheim, good coach. Whatever you know, that's not our not the topic of our podcast. We're talking about Syracuse
0: football. is a lacrosse school. Book it. Oh, are they? Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, lacrosse season. We will we'll, we'll check in on Syracuse. Yeah. Um, I, I'll, I'll tell you how my, my Saturday went. So my brother's birthday was on Saturday. So we we'll spent some time with family this weekend. It was a delightful weekend, but it did not start off very well. So I, I, get, to my, I get to my parents' house, a little afternoon. The second I walk in the door, I look up at the TV and Notre Dame pick six. The second I walk through the door. <laughs> And granted, they, they fought. It was a game until, you know, fourth quarter-ish. They, they almost came back to tie it up. They were down seven at one point, and I was feeling pretty good. But, yeah, they, it just doomed from the start. I, oh, how could I it, be so dumb? It,
0: <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's almost too good to be true. I figured out, I, I'm not touching spreads. that are like, a team that's favored by two or three points. I think I'm avoiding, unless I'm fully confident in it. Um, yeah. which I was in, in the last game on this list. There was a four-point spread. We'll talk about that when we get there. But like, it's almost, some things are just too good to be true. Yeah. We learned one last week with the old Miss one, you know?
1: Yeah, one last thing about this one. Um, to make matters worse, my nightmare continued when I looked at my Bovada and I realized two out of my three parlays that I had placed included Syracuse minus two and a half because I felt so good about it. I, bad does not even begin to describe it.
0: down tremendously does that yeah yeah, that's that's pretty much where we're at (laughs) (laughs) oh man what a brutal game that was and Uh, one that i hope to forget uh i will say notre dame a team that i kind of counted out i I think notre dame we're talking about on the thursday show notre dame hosts clemson this weekend and no one really knows about it it's under the radar game it's a night game in south bend whoa that's all i gotta say whoa (laughs) i like it i like it um the next game is kentucky at tennessee a game that i got on here and i said i was confident in, in kentucky covering i think it was plus 12 and a half and i said they might even win the damn game and uh boy was i wrong it was seven to six at one point and then kentucky missed the extra point to tie the game and that's when i knew it was about to get ugly tennessee dominated and they're all in their black uniforms and um i i I try to remove like the Georgia bias as much as I can here, but I'm not, <laughs> I'm not just saying this. I promise. If you watch the full game, cause I watched late into this game, a lot of drives did not result in touchdowns for Tennessee. And, and I, I don't know, Tennessee's a damn good team, but I still think they're beatable and I'm not going to get on this pedestal and act like they're the greatest gift to God or the Joe Burrow led LSU, which a lot of people in the media will do, but I don't know. I, Tennessee, so great team, but there's better teams. so all I'm saying.
1: Yeah. I've seen so many of those LSU comparisons. It's not even funny, dude. Uh, Tennessee, yeah, like, they're a very talented offensive team. I just don't think the defense is there. Like, LSU had a top 30 defense that year. That was an NFL team playing a college schedule. That's, like, mm-hmm. it was – they did not have a close game besides that week two win at Texas, and – I see all these people, you know, the bar stool people like drawing all these comparisons to like, oh, Tennessee, tough road game in week two. And then they beat Alabama. And then, you know, it's just yeah. ridiculous to me. I, I, don't, I don't see it personally. I think it's, you know, different team. But no, yeah, I agree. Tennessee <laughs> is the, uh, the media's darling right now. So, all
0: right. In my life, I've never seen and, – and the media want a team to be back or want a team to be number one. More in my life, I've never seen it this bad.
3: Yeah.
0: It's bad. Yeah. It was a beatdown. I don't know if any of you caught the, the whole game. but Oh, it was. I stopped it, watching. <laughs> I mean, Jalen Hyatt, I think the guy's name is. He's like yeah. – there's no one within 15 yards of him on – I think he caught two touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, horrible defensive play from Kentucky. I thought they were better, and we got a battle of the Titans – on saturday which we're, we will talk about a lot on thursday georgia tennessee but i have nothing else to say here hmm. tennessee they're eight no georgia's eight no they're going to meet for the sc east and kentucky i'm sorry uh kentucky fans but they're probably going to go i'd say eight and four yeah <laughs> <Basketball soon.
3: laughs> sorry it's
0: <laughs> i i want kentucky to be good honestly i have nothing against them but um I I really expected more. I did. And that was a massive letdown. So anyway, another, another type of cat Cincinnati, uh, at UCF and I caught like the final moments of this game. Didn't watch much of it at all. It was, I don't even know what channel. I think it might've been on ESPN who knows, but UCF, uh, the home field advantage was a little too much and they won the game. Does anyone have much to say here? Did you catch any of this
1: Noah? Um, I caught a little bit, uh, did you guys see the clip on Twitter of at the end of the game when I guess they got a stop on fourth down? They won 25-21. UCF did. Yes. Uh, yeah. the video of the two UCF players skipping off the field together. <laughs> no, I haven't so, seen that. It was I so that. funny. <laughs> yeah, I'll um I'll send that to you guys afterwards. But there's there's a video clip, and I'm, you know, it's I'm sure it's easy to find, but they just like, one dude takes off his helmet and grabs his teammate's hand, they just go skip <laughs> off the field. That's, it was that's funny. Yeah.
0: funny. UCF legitimately could be in a New Year's Six Bowl, right? I think they, yeah. they might be leading the pack now for that because they knocked off Cincy. I heard Boise State in the conversation to possibly make it one. I don't know. How, I haven't mm-hmm. followed them much, but yeah, I mean, I don't know what bowl they'd make because I think the semis are the peach and the fiesta, I want to say. I think you're right. Yeah. So maybe they get in like the
1: cotton or something like that. Who's to say? It'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, both that of those teams cool. in the Big 12 next year. I'm excited. Ooh. And maybe I was unaware. Year, I about that. Yeah. next year or the year after. I think it's next year though.
0: A conference but. realignment's coming because USC, UCLA mm-hmm. are going to the Big 10, I want to say very soon. Or is it you, someone in USC? I think I, I heard somewhere. I could be wrong. I, th- I swear USC is leading though. Is that is that anyone yeah, want to fact yeah. check? Okay, cool.
1: I think it's yeah USC and UCLA and a good time for UCLA to become relevant again. Yeah, yeah, fair for enough.
0: Sure. Um, other than that, you know, Malzon got a win. It's a matter of time, mm-hmm. in my opinion, until he comes back to like SEC school. What imagine if Auburn took him back? That would be a story. <laughs> they probably <laughs> yeah, wish they yeah. had him yeah. after Harson's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. But the Auburn Tigers are at below – I don't even know where they are right now. They're in shambles, and that's They're being bad. nice. They're, They're dead. <laughs> They're in the lowest <laughs> ring of hell right now trying yeah. to climb back up. Arkansas goes in and man handles them. We all saw this one coming. Arkansas minus four. I threw some money on it before the game. Uh, obviously, it hit. I mean, you know, didn't unfortunately, nice. it was part of a parlay. and it didn't, The whole overall thing didn't hit, but Gosh. that taught me a lesson that I should just put a bunch of money on it on a single bet, but wow, Auburn's bad. And um KJ Jefferson, I saw a clip people said he looked like Cam Newton. And I was like, you're not wrong. He's doing, he's doing Cam Newton things right the this Auburn defense. Auburn is, is they're not making a bowl. They're not. And they probably, they legit might not win another game. I, I don't mean, think that's too
2: outlandish to say.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Noah, you have any thoughts on the Auburn Tigers? Auburn swapped places with Mississippi state post-DAC Like after Dak Prescott left, Mississippi State was in a bad place. Mm. They're finally starting to claw their way out of it. And I think Auburn's replacing them in the cellar of the SEC West.
0: It's going to be damn difficult for whoever comes in as the new coach at Auburn to try and resurrect them because I don't care who it is. It could be Dion. It could be Lane Kiffin. It doesn't matter. Uh, I saw a tweet. It said like Auburn's top three rivals have won national championships the past three seasons. Like LSU, Alabama, Georgia, and uh, it's it's not getting any better. All those, all three of those teams are going to out recruit Auburn right now, and it's just not looking good for them. Um, I want to say they could be Miami level bad if they don't get help quick. Quick, they're going downhill. They got the fan yeah. base,
2: you know, the history, yeah.
0: but God, they're in trouble. They need someone. Bad. They're
2: they are they're, in trouble. They they're, they're in dire need of a, a good head head coaching hire.
1: They're I mean. in a very strange situation because not a bad program like good you know booster program like all of that stuff the infrastructure is there you're in a recruiting and talent hotbed it's just look at who you play every year yeah and look at who is coming into your backyard and recruiting you know you got Kirby Smart Nick Saban help Brian Kelly I guess Uh, (laughs) but yeah it's just a very unique situation I'm curious to see who they're going to hire.
0: I, I mean, whoever they hire, they have to give more than they, they give dudes like three seasons at this rate. Like, I guess that's this, yeah. the expectation is instant success in college football. But a lot of schools, like, they don't even get three full seasons and they're out of there. It's just like you mm-hmm. got to give them a little more time, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Harson, I want to say, they said it was nine and 12 when he got fired. Is that correct? I anyone, mean, I don't know if anyone saw that, but that was his record because he wasn't there for long. He wasn't there for long.
3: Yeah,
2: no, he wasn't there for long at all. And I mean, even um how long was it did they give chizik after he won a national championship i mean the turnaround on that was crazy he was out of there in a couple of years a i think he was there for yeah
1: gus was coached 2013. <laughs> yeah.
2: so i mean the the turnaround of that culture is crazy i mean they want it, they just want it now so no. we'll see what happens with that they want so desperately situation but i mean
1: did kirby break the mold when it when it comes so. to like patience with head coaches I I think Because before that, like they were given everyone in the country was giving, I mean, everyone in the SEC at least was giving guys like five, six years to turn it around. And it was always that fifth year. It's like, okay, can they contend for a division title? But since 2018, 2017, it really hasn't been that way.
0: Yeah, I think I'm right there with you because Kirby came in and he did what he did. I think he went eight and five, I think, uh, Mm -hmm. the first season. And then national championship appearance the next year went. And then SEC championship appearances the next two seasons. COVID year wins the national championship. So, yeah, I think everyone wants that. And Florida and Auburn are very similar to me right now, where they both want it now. And uh, I would not be surprised if they can Billy Napier in two seasons. Uh, That just seems to be the the pattern right now. And I really – I don't know what else you could want. Like I'm very, very fortunate to be a Georgia fan. <laughs> We're in a good position right now. I think Definitely. we can all agree. I would be struggling to be a fan of like uh, South Carolina, which they seem, they seem to got the guy. But like a Florida or an Auburn, you're you're going through guys constantly. It's just it's it's a very rough. It's rough. It's rough time to be a fan of those schools. It's all I'll say. Um, brutal, really and truly. But you have any You gentlemen have anything to add on on this overall picks? What's your outlook? We only have a we're oh my god we're week ten week eleven week twelve uh, we only have three weeks left of the regular season which sucks to say
1: out loud. Uh, <laughs> oof, I guess that hey that's what makes college football so special. It's only here for a short time. Yeah, I think uh, we might
0: technically have four more games. Georgia does so maybe there's thirteen weeks because of the bye. Yeah, yeah. many of you know.
1: I'm excited for bowls. Oh but, man, we're gonna have some season. damn fun.
0: A bowl episode. Bowl pick- that's gonna be great. Ooh, second year in a row doing it technically because mm-hmm. we did it with yeah, creepy, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, the current standings right now. Well, my bad, I you're good. <laughs> oh, good. There we go. <laughs> current standings right now, we got Noah 27 and 21, Brandon 31 and 18. And I have regained or I guess just taken the lead 32 and 17. Yeah. Um, <laughs> mm. shit, shit the bed this week.
1: <laughs>
2: let you uh, let you get in. In front of me so, i made the risky prop, pick with k-state props to you yeah hey, 500
1: 500 isn't bad 500 can sometimes lead the division this is oh shout out. Shout out <laughs> falcons let's go what a game yeah. what a game oh my goodness
2: yeah
0: absolutely but um we can go ahead and get into the locks of the week real quick i know we already kind of we can skim through
1: yeah. that again We already, yeah, already on we him. already kind of talked about it right? uh well chris you can talk about
2: yours me and Noah have already expressed our um, disdain about our picks. But if hey, uh, Brandon, rag, rag let's, on yourself. let's clap it up for our boy.
1: Let's clap it up for our boy. <laughs> Thank you.
2: Hell of a pick. What was, the, what was the total on that game? I didn't see it. It Did was you know?
0: t- 26 to nine, I believe, was the final wow. score. You cleared so that, that by, our,
3: cleared that <laughs> by two <laughs> touchdowns. <Wow. laughs>
0: yeah, and again, mad at myself for not putting singular bets on that. I've learned my lesson this upcoming weekend rebound weekend we wow, might all be Eagles. together in person oh, rebound yeah. baby it'll be it'll be electric
2: no. but... our, our lock of the week partly at least one week it oh, hasn't yeah. done it yet it's going yeah. to count on
0: it oh yeah. i got something to say about, about a tiger team we'll get to that thursday but um yeah so <laughs> illinois at nebraska this is like old school football illinois i mean they have a great defense right now and they're just running the ball they're not doing much they're putting teams in the dirt it reminds the me of like yeah it's like a wisconsin or an iowa team from a few yeah. years ago uh, Illinois, they're going to be in the big 10 championship
3: oh my and, god. and,
0: and they're probably going to make a new year's six. I I mean, I take that back because you got the whole Ohio state, Michigan thing. One of them might get left out. Illinois could still make like a Rose bowl. That's insane Oh my god, to say out loud. But, uh, yeah, I knew this was going to be low scoring and I'm really happy that I called it now. I'm two and and I did not see that coming. Good shit. I think, I think I, I'm going to try and go undefeated for the rest of the season. Just got to be smart with the lock of the week. But yeah, I liked I liked Brandon's lock more than Noah's, but Noah, I was still confident in Q's. I was. I yeah. was too, man. Um, but those I'm are the never going to trust an ACC mm-hmm.
1: team ever again. Yeah, I might, again. I
0: might just stay away from the conference for, never again. for betting. It's so a rough yeah. conference, to yeah. say the least. It's brutal is what it is. So we also had our super dogs, and <laughs> we don't have much to say here. We're going <laughs> to skim through this real
2: quick. Ugh.
0: I had Kentucky, Kentucky plus 12 and a half. They lost 44 to 6
2: L. Brandon, Oof. do you remember yours? mine was georgia tech plus 24 um in my defense they lost by 25 so
1: okay okay not
2: not terrible um florida state was just able to put put up enough points to uh to cover that but i mean there's worse things there's worse things
0: i heard it was tech's third string quarterback too their second string start and he got hurt so what can you expect
2: i I didn't i didn't see much of it i knew that the quarterback um, position was in question there, if they would have had a uh, oh what, what's his name? What's their uh? First Jeff Sims is there? their starter. Jeff yeah. Sims. If yeah. you would have played, they probably would have covered. Oh well, you know, yeah. it is what it is.
0: Yeah. Noah, did you?
1: Have um, one? I had Northwestern and Iowa. I took. I think Northwestern was either plus eleven or plus thirteen. I can't quite remember. They lost by twenty. Uh, wow. I mean, to be fair, in my defense, Iowa actually scored thirty three points. Yeah, which is unheard in a game
2: of. Yeah. in a game that opened at the lowest total ever. So, exactly. I mean, exactly, not a bad, uh, not a bad decision there.
3: Yeah,
0: that is honestly impressive. That's a massive win for Iowa. <laughs> they that is. scored that is. A, and double points. digits, but in the thirties <laughs> is even more impressive. So good for them, the yeah. Hawkeyes, baby. Um, but yeah, the the main thing we came to talk about here on this Tuesday, this college football playoff ranking Tuesday, is our predictions for what the college football playoff committee will be, you know, unveiling tonight, um, a few hours after this episode is live. Uh, They usually, we're just going to go through our top six because they, they love to do, you know, the top four, then the first two out, that's the trendy thing. They always love to do with their little graphics. So we're just going to go around the horn and each give you like our six leading up to number one, I think would be a good way to do it. Um, And then compare our rankings at the end. So who wants to kickstart this? Should we flip a coin? Should we do like draw names or should we just go for it? Just commit. Whoever we wants to take it. it, mine's a little spicy, so I might save mine. So, Brandon, uh, I, I want to hear yours. I
2: can, I can start us off. Let's do it. Um, so I think, for me, the biggest debate in my mind in this top six was who was number one, mm-hmm. and I, I tried to not let my my affinity to my favorite college football team sway this, um, but I will say purely based on the resume so far combined with the media love and attention i think tennessee is number 1 tomorrow okay. i okay. think they okay. i think they put them at number 1 okay. personally i think right. i think the two most impressive wins in college football right now are tennessee um going uh tennessee beating alabama and georgia beating oregon yep. which one is more impressive you can you can have your argument on which one is more impressive about you know is Oregon better now when Georgia played them they probably are um is Alabama the same Alabama this year as years past maybe not um, those are the two best wins in my opinion so I have Tennessee at one um Georgia at two and this is what I think is this isn't what I personally think necessarily um is the case I think this is what is going to be the committee's picks tomorrow so Tennessee won Georgia 2. I have um, Ohio State at 3. Um, Michigan State or not Michigan State. I was like,
1: whoa. Are we ranking them based on ability to fight in the tunnel? Or <laughs> no. ability to play football? Maybe number one. Hey, They're street brawling. <laughs> <laughs> four players suspended.
2: Anyways, um, Michigan 4. And mm. my first two out. So first out is Clemson. And then I really was thinking about Alabama and TCU right there. Right. I think just because it's Alabama, they get the sixth spot personally. Okay. So I think Alabama six. I
0: will say, Brandon, you and I have some variation here, my friend. Uh, Okay. Uh, I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. So this is, is, to quote Anakin Skywalker, this is where the fun begins.
2: (laughs) uh, We want variation. Let's hear it.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. I'll just go. I'll just go 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 right now. Uh, I'm going to start at number six. I'm going to do the reverse. If That's all right. Oh,
2: okay. I like it. I like it.
0: Number six for me is Clemson Tigers. I think that the committee and I think a lot of the nation doesn't really have as much respect for them this year. Granted they have, you know, the resume over certain teams and all that, but uh, it's, this is where I think the human factor comes in and they do the eye test and they've seen them struggle a lot. I think Clemson is six. So they're one of the first two out number five, Alabama Crimson Tide, I think mm-hmm. they're just outside. They'll say, you know, they lost to a team that's going to be extremely high and and a contender for the national championship. It was a well-fought game, so I think those are the first two out. Number four, Michigan. I think that you and I both had Michigan at four, Brandon, because I wrote yours down as a long. Uh, so mm-hmm. you and I just have flip-flopped Clemson and Alabama. We both have Michigan at four.
2: Respectable, yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I just okay. felt that. My- I oh, just felt my heart sink. I'm like, oh I'm on no. a roller coaster right before I say number three. Is this where
2: it gets interesting? This is where it gets interesting.
0: Oh. Um, oh. Number three is the Georgia
3: Bulldogs. <laughs> the Georgia it. Bulldogs at number three.
0: Um, the reason being is uh, I just don't think they, that, that a lot of people are going to have a lot of respect for this Georgia team. And they're going to say the Missouri game and the Kent State game and they haven't got it rolling, blah, 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 whatever they want to say. I firmly believe Georgia will be number three in the college football playoff rankings tomorrow, which means number two is the Ohio state Buckeyes. And (laughs) number one is the Tennessee volunteers. And I'm not even going to lie to you. I actually pray that Tennessee is the number one team in the country. I want that. Mm -hmm. I do not want Georgia to be the number one team as a Georgia fan. I
2: don't I I honestly firmly believe that that um, with how things have been going um, the wins up till now and just the sheer media attention that they've yep. been giving them. Mm. I think, I think Tennessee is solidly at number one tomorrow. And that, Wait, that's just my opinion.
0: No doubt in my mind in the main, the main piece of evidence for that is in the 2017 season, Georgia had the big win at Notre Dame and in the mm. AP poll, they were never number one, but a lot of people said they should because they had the strength of schedule. Alabama was one. Well, the college football playoff first ranking, boom, they put Georgia at number one and it was crazy. That's going to happen tomorrow. I'm confident mm-hmm. they will put Tennessee at one. People have been clamoring for it, and they have like I, I guess five ranked wins at the time of playing, but not <laughs> Oh I highlights. don't like that metric. That's bullshit. I don't like such metric.
1: bullshit. I don't man. like that metric it, either. But uh, they just
0: uh, they just beat the, the breaks off Kentucky. They have the Alabama yeah. win. Yeah. It's going to be hard to not have that number one for the committee. But yeah, so just run that down. Tennessee one, Ohio State two, Georgia three, Michigan four, Bama five, Clemson six mr white nice. let's see okay. what we got here
1: uh I, I guess it's a good thing we all have variability uh so similar to mr Bowie, i went clemson at six i just yeah. think committee committee loves them uh obviously because of their history uh i think them over tcu just because of that fact i think they don't really see tcu as a viable playoff option as of yet they, mm-hmm. I, I think, I think a lot of people in the country think TCU is going to lose at some point. So yep. that being said, Clemson at six, uh, at five, I got Alabama quality loss, um, has kind of righted the ship. I mean, they had a buy, but then they, you know, beat the brakes off of Mississippi state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Bama at five, Clemson at six. Then I got Michigan, um, all around impressive win against, um, Penn state, who Ohio State, you know, kind of let's stay in the game. Uh, Buckeyes at three. So Ohio State at three, just in front of Michigan. That will settle itself. They'll play each other whatever. Okay. Number two, I have the Tennessee Volunteers. Okay. <laughs> I think Tennessee has all the hype coming in. I think that, yeah, they're obviously going to be very high on Tennessee because of the quote-unquote five-ranked wins. Uh, I kept Georgia at one because of them being the defending national champions. They conduct themselves well. I think Georgia has been pretty much, I would say, I would argue one of the more consistent teams this year before we really knew Tennessee was, you know, world beaters or, you know, the best team since 2019 LSU, as some people like to say. Uh, Georgia was beating the brakes off of Oregon in Atlanta and I think for that reason there'll be one and I I hear your argument about oh Georgia struggled with Mizzou I, I hear that but since then they beat the shit out of Auburn beat the shit out of Vanderbilt beat the shit out of Florida they've righted the ship enough in my mind to keep them at one so that's, that's what I, that's what I think is going to be the rankings. So one Georgia, two Tennessee, three OSU, four Michigan, five Bama, six Clemson.
0: Fair. I mean, I can see exactly where you're coming from now. I will say Ooh. the reason here's here's some reasoning. I think they'll put Tennessee at one recency bias is just a thing. And Georgia's win over Oregon exists, but in, in, in reality, it almost feels like some, some game that was played in January, like a, po, like a national championship post-national championship like little scrimmage that happened because it feels so long ago and we've seen time and time again where the playoff committee dismisses early losses for example auburn lost two games early in the 2017 season and if they had beat georgia in this championship they wouldn't have been in the playoff so like it's almost like yeah georgia beat oregon by 46 points but i feel like when those two people the biggest thing between georgia tennessee is going to be like brandon mentioned the georgia oregon game and the alabama tennessee game and Alabama is just Alabama, and it's that name, and they love them. The committee loves Alabama. I think that is, they're going to say is the more impressive win, and then they're going to go from there and say Ohio State's win versus Penn State's probably the most impressive. And then they're just going to compare the resume, which they love, and they love the whole ranked at-the-time thing. I think they're going to see five – I think I want to say five ranked wins for Tennessee, and they'll be like, we have to put them at number one. Um, it'll, also, it'll also get the, the talk going, and it'll give them the tune-in more – yeah, on the TV ratings, which which we none of us want to admit that that is that definitely plays a factor in my opinion. Just that's like <laughs> a little behind the scenes thing, I think. But yeah, I, I Georgia could be one, but I think Tennessee and Ohio State have a better chance of being one than Georgia.
1: You think Ohio State has a
2: better chance than Georgia? I do. I don't know about Ohio personally. State. I yeah. think I think it would be Georgia before Ohio State, but I, and I in, think Tennessee is. The, I is think Ohio
1: region. State. What they're going to look at with Ohio State is the Notre Dame game, and okay. they're going to look at. This past week, and they're going to be like, okay, Michigan absolutely slaughtered Penn State. Yeah, and then Ohio State—that was a game in the fourth quarter.
2: Yeah, I don't think the resume is there for Ohio State. I don't think so either. I don't. I don't think they've done anything as of late. I mean, yeah, it was a good week. Win this last weekend against Penn State, but it wasn't convincing enough. I think for them to to land a number one spot, I think they're, I think they're maybe two at best. But I don't even. I don't even know then. But I think. Like you were saying, Chris, I think recency bias is, is such a huge thing for the the yeah. playoff committee. And I, I think, you know, I think Georgia could be the safe pick for them. But also, I think we would be a little naive to to think that at least not at least a little bit of it isn't, you know, oh, getting people to tune in and talk about it and getting national buzz about um you know, oh, Georgia's not number. The reigning national champions, champions aren't number one anymore. There's, there's a new team on top. You know, somebody that hasn't won a national championship in decades. So I think um, all that combined is too much for them not to put Tennessee at number one. That's bad. fair.
0: And and I'm gonna make a point here, kind of segue into my. I'm gonna get a little biased here. I'm just gonna say it. I want Tennessee to be number one, and I want Georgia to be number two for various reasons. And and the TV, the TV and the wow. media wanted really? to rat poison because Tennessee. Oh, we're number one. We're going to go whoop yeah. the hell out of Georgia. But also, it's a national championship game in Sanford Stadium if that happens. One versus oh, yeah. two, essentially. In the BCS era at least. Um, and that is just, that needs to happen, in my opinion, because if Ge- when Georgia's not number one, let's just admit it, they play better football. They do. Mm-hmm. When they're not the number one team in the country, to me, they play no their back. Yeah, it's like, and that's just you know. perfect bulletin board material and it can be used as disrespect. I hope I really hope that Georgia is not the number one team in the rankings tomorrow. So that's kind of why I put them at three. I'm trying to manifest something here
1: for my my picks. I really see it as a one, a one B between Georgia and Tennessee. I mean, Mm -hmm. they play each other, they, they play each other this weekend. So take it, take it however you want it. I don't care. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Georgia could be
1: 10. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Winner of this game is going to be number one. 100%.
0: 100%. The winner of this game is the number one team in the country the following week without question.
2: Yep. no I agree 1A1B uh, 100% you know they I think they're they're right there it's just a matter of, of recency in my opinion. But you know we'll see this Saturday. So I mean although we like to talk about it and it is fun to speculate and talk about it it's going to be settled on Saturday. So we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah that's that's why that's why, why, play the, the games. That's why they play yeah. the games that's what I was just saying. <laughs> yes sir. Um yeah I guess what we can we can slight preview that game right now if you guys want. I, I feel like that'd be yeah. a nice little way to kind of end out this week's this Tuesday yeah. episode. Little dog um, talk. Little dog talk. Um, I said, I think on the episode or off the air with you guys, I, I would be tempted to put money on Tennessee to cover if it was a large spread. And it opened, I want to say, immediately at like Georgia minus 10 and a half, which to me is ridiculous. And then I think it's down to – last I saw it
2: was Georgia minus eight. That looked quick. I think yeah, it might be down there. I knew I saw it at least got down to like nine and a half or nine. I know it's fallen since opening, but that that opening line, in my opinion, is remarkable. Yeah, right now the favorites against (laughs) against Tennessee right now is I don't know, man. I'm a Georgian fan and you know I I love the dog, but that's I don't know about that.
0: The thing about Georgia right now that worries me more than anything is the inconsistent play from quarter one to quarter four, because in three quarters, like you mentioned at the very beginning of this episode, they dominated. But in the third quarter, they damn near let Florida come back and tie the game when they were up 28-3. And our, okay. and, and Falcons fans, you know, they already know the 28-3 <laughs> thing. I, yeah. I'm not even a Falcons fan, but that still was like traumatizing me. I, I think right. everyone's afraid to get up 28-3.
1: Go ahead. I will talk on that as a Falcons fan real quick. Um, I have specifically written 28 to three arrow, 28 to 20, another arrow, war flashbacks underlined. <laughs> um, yeah, I was sitting in my basement and I was, I was stewing. I was so mad. Like, yeah, I was watching it with my dad and like, we all just kind of like went away. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everyone just kind of left the room and it, like, we were all just kind of by ourselves for, for a minute, but yeah, that drive to make it 35, 20, that was a man's drive right there. Oh, yeah. that To respond like that. Also, Deshaun Edwards, that 22-yard run to score it, that was an incredible run. He just kind of yeah. got through all the traffic and then just shot out of a cannon into the end zone.
2: Just a side note there on Deshaun Edwards. I think I think it's really funny how far he's, he's come. I know in our friend group, he's kind of been the, the butt of the joke or kind of <laughs> yeah. the meme Because I think it was last year, he had to have been – our fourth or fifth option mm-hmm. so you know yeah. it's like Dejon edwards time you know you're getting shit on when Dejon yep. edwards is in but yeah. but he's seriously i think i think he's yeah he, he was the closer but i think he's emerged as uh, uh arguable rb2 i mean i just love the way he runs um and and you know works in that system i think i'd even put him as of right now now over um you know kindle Milton. you
1: know he leads i think he's even rushing
2: really i didn't yep. know that
1: All He has he's great he leads by over a hundred yards. Yeah. Kenny McIntosh, uh, like Dejan Edwards, 71 attempts, 440 yards. Kenny McIntosh, 69 attempts. Nice. 332 yards.
2: I think McIntosh is better, a better option, maybe out of the backfield, you know, maybe those some of those yeah. routes pure running wise. As of right now, I think Dejan Edwards is arguably the best option on the team.
0: I will, I will say none of the above. I will say if I was the coach right now, branson robinson is one mm. for me yeah. he is literally to me when i watch him gosh. when i watch him run he is nick chubb reincarnate mm. he looks exactly like chubb he runs hard like and he breaks tackles like him. he, he just has the vision uh, of him. Yeah. branson's gonna be a he runs like, chubb. In like two seasons when he's rb1 <laughs> he runs like
1: chubb pre-knee injury yeah, yeah. like
0: I agree. Oh my I agree like freshman
1: yeah and early mm-hmm. sophomore nick chubb where yeah. he was just like like his coming out party versus Clemson oh.
0: when he just whoo, that that's exactly what he looks like.
2: <laughs> no, Robinson isn't quite there in the touches yet, but I think next year he, yeah. he's he's right there. I think he's RB one next year. I mean that that's his job for the taking.
0: And Kendall I mean, Milton's hurt right now. I want to say he, is, like, he hasn't been playing.
2: I'd love to see a healthy Kendall Milton because when he I remember before his. Um, you know the injuries that he's had he's he looked like a real good runner you know his freshman year but it's just you know talking about if he's the same after those injuries and you know trying to bounce back from that so it's tough you know
0: yeah i'm kind of scared right now guys uh nolan smith looks like he's done like it looks like he's done for the games yeah. he's, he might be out for a while uh I heard a why big why is this team struggling to stay healthy like I, I last year it seems like everything was too good to be true there was I can't think of any injuries off the top of my head at all. Closest uh, thing
1: to an injury we had was the whole Adam Anderson situation. Yeah, and that was yeah. which that I mean, was rough, terrible.
0: Yeah. Um. Now, like, yeah, Nolan Smith getting hurt this late. Jalen Carter made a huge impact every play he was in versus Florida. He just lit it up. Uh, I, I, I'm just nervous, you know. And then Lad has the yips still. I know that he caught the touchdown, but he's just something's. He's not. He's not it's reliable not the as he used
2: to be. Yeah, it's yeah, not. not the same.
0: And then a lot of guys are still hurt, and it's concerning. And uh, lots to be worried about. I haven't been this nervous for a game this far out from the game since, like, probably the national championship. Like, uh, the SEC championship last year, it didn't matter if we lost the game. No. (laughs) We could have lost by Mm -hmm. 40, and we were probably still going to be in. Yeah. Uh, This game is, in my opinion, an elimination game. Yes. The loser of this game will not make the playoff unless a lot of things happen.
2: No. They – if. Like you said, loser. I mean, there's just so much that needs to go to go right for them. I just, I don't, I can't see it happening. And I, I think personally, my biggest concern going into this game is is issues in the secondary. I mean, watching that. I mean, they they righted the ship in the fourth quarter and they played a a, a hell of a lot better. But some of those those broke those um, breaks in coverage. I mean, I remember um, it was one of the drives in the third quarter that Florida ended up scoring on. Um, Ringo and coverage. Um, you play good coverage, just. Turned around, jumped, whiffed. You know, he's he's had a few of those moments this year. And then um, the, the long broken coverage on the, um, the long touchdown pass. I think it was Starks um, cheated so, up in a cover two or something like that. I don't yeah. know. Um,
1: I saw Somebody a little bit wanted of, to take of away the underneath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. just
2: cheated up a little too much and there's nobody behind you. know, we can't have that happen against the Tennessee. Yeah. You know, Florida is is bad enough to where we can write the ship and it's fine. But I mean, you you let those Tennessee wide receivers get behind you, Jalen Hyatt and company. And uh, we just can't have that. We need to play almost a perfect game.
0: Something that's hard for me to come to terms with is the fact that there is a 100% chance that Tennessee will have a passing touchdown of 40 yards or greater. It's inevitable. Mm. I'm just, they've done it versus everyone. They did it versus Alabama. There will be a busted coverage and they will score. And I have to like sit there and just, and just listen to gary and, and brad talk and i'm just gonna be sitting in silence and like i know maybe, that maybe, moment is coming and it
1: makes need me to sit. like get a speaker like bring a speaker with us and yeah. like plug in scott howard yeah yeah we're, we're gonna have to do that have
2: it on deck oh, oh that, yeah, that might have to be done i, I don't know if i, I need to listen and to yeah it, and, I, and I, man and
0: i'll say this can't. i'll say this i've been getting war flashbacks the last time a a competitive game in sanford really happened was the hail mary like sanford stadium 2016 like that i i i i I pray to god that something like that never happens again is all i'm saying i i can't that was the worst loss to me that was worse than the auburn hail mary that was worse than a lot of that hurt because it gave us hope right there and then boom we lost it i cried in my shower like a child after that it was just silent I don't even want to talk about if Georgia loses this game, it will be hard to continue doing three and out.
1: (laughs) I think um, with, with, like you say about um, 2016, we were, we were 25, like we were barely ranked in that game. So like we, we didn't have national title aspirations, but if something like that happened, it's one versus two and every, like all the marbles are on the line. I think I would I would be crushed. Like that would suck. Devastating. It yeah. was it was bad enough in that 2016 game. And
2: like you said, yeah. there wasn't really even, even any of these implications there. Yeah. You know, but just because it's Tennessee and, and something for like something of that magnitude to happen in that fashion. So need the win this weekend, need it for the city of Athens. I'm I'm a bit afraid of what happens to um our, our beloved city.
3: Yeah. If
2: we don't pull out the victory, you know, looking at you know, even what happened in um you know, at Knoxville, mm-hmm. you know, Tennessee, I mean, they're... fair point. They're gonna, they're it's going to be riotous. I think they they it's going to be riotous either way. <laughs> yeah. And, then, and way. then
0: that brings up two things. Number one, if Georgia wins this game, they will not storm the field. Correct? That's pretty
1: much impossible no. with the hedges. No. I don't. They, mean, they wouldn't do it.
2: I don't know how you would go about doing that. I mean, yeah.
1: there's a, a few programs in college football who are above storming the field. I think there's three of them. I'm not going to count Clemson in this because I know it's a tradition. We discussed this last episode or the one before. I don't know. But it's Georgia, Ohio State, Alabama. I think that's it. Maybe I, Notre Dame. Just I was going to say,
2: yeah, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but mm, I think we've been ranked like even if if there was a possibility to storm the field, uh, we've been ranked you know, defending national championship champions ranked number one consistently this season for a, a good bit of it. I think we're kind of kind of past that. Yeah. you, yeah. you know, I don't I don't I don't think we see that. Um, it'd be, you know, maybe nice to see it one day. I don't know if it'll ever happen simply logistically because of the hedges. Yeah. But I think this season, I don't I don't think we're, we're able yeah. to go there. I really
1: wanted to for Notre Dame. Like when we beat Notre Dame, mm-hmm. people oh, yeah. were like people like all crowded that like lower <laughs> concourse, like after the, the stands. So many (laughs) people in there, but like, yeah, logistically, I don't think it's possible. No.
0: And um the other point I wanted to make is is this the biggest regular season game since LSU Alabama 2019? Because that game was hyped. Remember, I think that was one versus two or one versus three. That was a crazy and uh that was with a back and forth Burrow pulled away late, but Mm -hmm. there this is that caliber game. I, I would argue this is actually. A bigger game, but it's actually it's the same weekend. I want to say that season was so it's like the same caliber, where that was an elimination game and this is an elimination game. So that's the world we live in. People want the expansion playoff. This is the expanded playoff. It's what it is. Let's be real. So we got ourselves a hell of a Saturday coming up, and we're going to talk about it a lot more on Thursday. Hell,
2: um, hell of a day on Saturday. It's going to be a, a you know good slate. This is going to be the biggest game in Sanford Stadium history. I yeah. Mean, I mean, I mean, talking about the only the only games I can think of that can even come close to rivaling it would be Notre Dame and then that LSU game. But even that LSU game, I think it was six and nine or something like that. This is six versus nine. Yep. This is going to be something that we've never seen before, and I'm excited to see it in the city of Athens.
0: It's going to be electric as hell, and uh, I think that it probably will end up being the loudest Sanford Stadium's ever been. I was in attendance of the 2019 Notre Dame game. It got loud. I was in attendance of the Arkansas game last year. Sneaky loud. I think all of us were
2: there. (laughs) I think, I mean, I've heard opinions from people that went to the Notre Dame game that it got louder at some points in that Arkansas (sighs) game at a noon kick. I I mean, after that block punt, that that roar of the crowd. I've been
1: to both. (laughs) I can comment on this. I've been to both. So, I here. Here's what I'll say. 2019 Notre Dame was the loudest it's ever been. Like start to finish in a Georgia game. Yeah, Yeah. sustained loudness from first quarter to fourth Mm quarter. Sustained. We're yelling our heads off. I will never forget at halftime. Looking at Drew. Shout out Drew Allen. Um, this man had taken off his old his Captain Georgia helmet. Like he he and I were looking at each other. Both of our faces just were drenched in sweat. It's halftime, and this man's eyes are just bloodshot red for, from oxygen deprivation, just <laughs> yelling, yelling, yelling the entire game. But I will say a contained singular moment. I have not heard a louder roar than the blocked punt against Arkansas, because the setup to that was like, okay, false start three false starts in a row. And then we get home on the fourth down. It's, was, it was, it exploded. It was unlike insane. anything unlike anything
0: that was i'm not gonna lie i watched the film of that game like the other oh. night when i was going to sleep I, I just wanted to feel it again like a rush yeah. and um i don't think either of you were at this game and this is the other loudest moment i've been in attendance of the flea flicker from to god when to get mm. the night started <laughs> it, it, utter erupt, eruption like those are the few moments i think where sanford got those is what i've heard have been the loudest and again mm. i heard the lsu game was super loud I wasn't there but I imagined it was roaring when they knocked off LSU in 2013 Mm. but hopefully it's roaring on Saturday we're going to talk a lot more about that on Thursday's episode so stay tuned for that but I think that's a wrap for our Tuesday episode Uh, you guys can check out the college football playoff rankings later today and compare our predictions to what actually was I'm sure that we posted all over social medias and again we'll probably post our individual rankings on Instagram so follow us That is linked down below as well as our Twitter, TikTok, all that stuff. If you want to listen on Spotify, check that out down below as well. But thank you guys so much for support lately. If you're a consistent listener, you know, hit that like button here on YouTube. Follow us over on Spotify, subscribe, and hit that notification bell. And make sure to stay tuned for Thursday's episode because we got a lot to talk about. The game of the century, some are calling it. Will it be? We'll have to find out. Thank you guys for watching. We will see you on Thursday's episode.